All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I hope you're having an incredible day. My name is Jason Kleepin. On today's episode, we have Lindsay Locke, who's been with NC Fit for quite a while. She manages our social media and community outreach. And what we discussed on today's episode is recently our holiday party for our staff and really discussing you know, what it was all about, the appreciation we were trying to show and diving into what we've learned um, over the years in regards to these you know, parties we've done for members and also parties we've done for staff. We also discussed this idea of our member podcast, which is really cool. If you haven't checked it out, it's NC Fit Insider. And we also discussed this idea of a member's perk page. So make sure for you gym owners out there or for any business owner, stay tuned for us to discuss that. It's a really cool idea. I hope you guys keep rising the tides. If you guys like these episodes, please rate it, review it, share it with a friend. You know, we don't have any ads or anything like that, but if you're on iTunes right now, we just appreciate um, a nice rating and uh, let's dive right into an exceptional episode with Lindsay Locke. Let's go. All right, so Lindsay, we had a holiday staff party here, I don't know, well, actually, this last weekend, and you were in charge of it, and it kind of, you know, one of the things about this podcast I think is really important is that we take things that are occurring in our business on a regular basis, and then we try and talk about them on this podcast so that if you're a gym owner, a business owner, a coach, someone out there, you know, you don't feel like you're on an island, and we're discussing real things that are happening in our business, and so we had this company party and I found it to be really interesting because it's this concept of kind of knowing your audience. And I think we talk about that a lot with our gyms, making sure that we survey them, making sure we're providing them the classes and, and getting feedback on, are we providing them a, a product that they're looking for? But when it comes to our staff, in particular, the parties that we do with them and the events that we give them to show appreciation, I think it's really important for us to recognize that just because I might think something is important, they might not. And so... I thought that this weekend was a really interesting topic because at first when we talked about a holiday party, we were thinking, hey, let's, um, I don't know, we, t- we threw out a bunch of ideas, a dinner, renting out here. We've done all kinds of stuff, right? But we ended up just doing it at the gym, keeping it super casual. And I thought for the people who came, they had a great time. And I thought it was really interesting because I want to dive into this concept of holiday parties, events showing appreciation for our staff, but then also recognizing that we need to do things that are in line with what they enjoy, mm-hmm. not necessarily just what you enjoy. Right. And I thought this was a really good example. So first off, awesome job putting that on. And uh, let's dive into kind of what you were thinking, how you put together and what people can learn from that particular experience. Yeah, I think what was really cool was the fact that we did it in-house. Doing it at the gym allowed us to keep a lot of factors in our control. So we could kind of pick, hey, like we only want to have two cocktails available. We only want to have live music from this time to this time and then DJ this time to this time. And it kind of cut out the middleman, which was really nice. So for people that oftentimes are looking into event spaces or wanting to hold it outside the gym, um, it is also a smart idea to look at what you can do internally because we completely transformed the gym. It didn't look anything like it does on a day-to-day basis. Um, So I think that was a really cool aspect to take too. And the coaches and the staff that were coming in, it's somewhere they're already super comfortable. I think that's a really, really good point. You know, and I didn't realize it until you realize it is that 
this is like someone's home. You know, they're here eight hours a day, et cetera. And so you'd think naturally, oh, they don't want to come back here. Let's go do something offsite. And I remember one of our first holiday parties, this was years ago, we did like Japanese. We ended up spending a couple thousand dollars with, you know, that was like eight people, right? And then as you go on, then you try, you always try and like one up yourself. And then eventually you start looking like, man, I'm spending 10 grand, 20 grand. And obviously it's dependent on the size of your staff, but you start looking at it and you're like, man, maybe we don't need to spend this much money. And frankly, maybe by pulling them out of this environment, they don't seem, they seem to be more on edge. Whereas in the gym, they, they seem to be less on edge, which was surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. And we also, you know, we've also played with the idea of themes and we have formals and we have times where it is really cool when you're so used to seeing someone in yoga pants and sweaty that when they get all dressed up, it's really nice. Like, oh dang, like, hey. Yeah. But, you know, we had flannels and jeans and we're so comfortable. What was the theme again? It was like cozy cabin or cozy going to cabin. Tahoe. Going to, ca- going to Tahoe. Okay. And it, I think that that helped too. People didn't feel like they were out of their element. They didn't feel stuffy. Um, you know, they could come into, like you said, an environment that they're super comfortable in and there was no hands in pockets or awkwardness. It was hey, we're super comfortable here. We're all standing around these small tables and interacting with one another, meeting coaches from other sites that, yeah, we see on social media or we're familiar with from our quarterly summits, but otherwise don't really spend that much time with. So it was really cool to get people in their element and get them comfortable there. And then, you know, something I think to really dive into is this concept of expense. Mm -hmm. So before we talk about other stuff, I think the expense is something that's really interesting. Because I, th- I do think if some of the staff knew how much we've spent on other holiday parties, and we should note that as an organization, we do quarterly all hands for coaches. We do uh, an annual formal event for members. And coaches. Staff. And coaches. We host um, like regular competitions, like I think like once a year mm-hmm. for the gym and then for corporate. Um, so we do multiple different things. The quarterly all hands are in the gym where we have a subject material expert come in and speak to our team. But this one was designed as a holiday party. And from an expense perspective, I think it's really something that we need to take into consideration. So if you're a staff member, right, and you're a part of NC Fit or you're a part of any gym or any business, and you know, people aren't stupid. When they show up to a fancy restaurant And I remember one year we went to this place and I went over the top and I started ordering shots of tequila. What I didn't realize is these shots of tequila at the time were $12 a piece. Mm -hmm. And I ordered a hundred of them, right? Because you you had a group of, let's just say, I don't know, 20 people there. Everybody had four or five shots, boom, all of a sudden. And if people are doing the math, they're like, man, this guy just spent a couple thousand dollars I would have liked to have seen that reinvested back into the gym or reinvested back into our paycheck. Or yeah, I'd rather not have this dinner and give me a bonus or something So where like do that. you think that line is? I'm really interested as, as you know, because you've been on the team for a while, but you also kind of keep your ear to the ground in terms of like what the staff is feeling probably a lot more than I do. Um, wh- what do you think about that? I'm curious for owners out there who are listening, where is that balance between doing something nice for your staff? Mm-hmm. And your team is showing appreciation, but also not going so nice that it it looks like, man, there's resentment that's built up. Do you, right. you know what I mean? So my the way I kind of tackled that with setting up this this party was I want it to be less about look at the the change that NC Fit is dropping on this and more about what kind of experience are we providing? 
We talk about that all the time from a customer service standpoint. How are our athletes experiencing the gym? Are they walked, you know, the minute they walk in, are they greeted? Do they feel welcome? Does their coach know them by name? Things like that. So our coaches and our staff members should experience the same thing. Um, so everything was pretty interactive, right? We had live music that was taking requests. We had cocktails that were based on, I mean, we're all friends. We've all been out drinking together, right? So a lot of the things that I picked out were things that, hey, I know people really enjoy these things. Yeah. Um, I've never seen ginger beer go out so quickly. Right. And uh, Lindsay made a homemade uh, apple cider. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like a hot cider. Hot cider, but you, you added a, what, whiskey to it? Yeah, some bourbon. Some so, bourbon. You yeah. know, it could go either way, though, because we do have coaches and staff members that don't drink. So yeah. I wanted something that when you had your NC Fit branded mason jar and you wanted to be a part of the group, but you didn't want to drink, you can have hot cider with all the garnishes. And people don't know there's not bourbon yeah. in there. I really like what you're saying about this idea of creating an experience instead of you know, talking about how nice it is. And I think that's really an interesting talking point, actually, because at times... I have, have personally been focused on the nicer stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I remember one time we took um, the team out, this is years ago, to a buffet brunch at the Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. And people knew it was like a hundred and something dollars a piece. And, but it was just like, oh, they came, they ate a bunch of food and they left. It was like, ah, it's like, okay, that was cool. But how could we have made it more interactive? How could we made it more experienced? And I think to your point, we spent a fraction of the cost on this event, but you could have it where, you know, you're, you're playing um, different games, yep. right? And now you're creating conversation over Jenga, over the, um, what was the? The bucket pong. Bucket pong. And uh, cornhole. And I just think that's really interesting how you could transform your gym with just some basic lights, you know, get some music going and things of that nature. And so um, what else? So when you were putting together this concept, um, why did we decide to do it in early January instead of Christmas time or holiday time? What is the reason for that? I'm just curious. Yeah, I think um, the stance I took on that was we have coaches that are traveling. We have staff members that are going back and seeing family. So if we wanted something to be really inclusive, we wanted something that was going to be an experience. We made it just far enough after the holidays that everyone was back, but not so far after the holidays that it seemed like an arbitrary get together. Mm. Um, and it also made it nice from a planning standpoint of, you know, our, the DJ that we had was one of our members and that's another topic we can get into of how to kind of pull from from the demographic you have and support people that are in your gym. Um, but who's to say that he wouldn't have been out with his family, right? right? Or um, the catering that we had done. A lot of times, holiday prices are really high. Yeah, they put a premium on it. Yeah. And so we had it, what, January 8th? Yes. So no, 11th. 11th. So close enough that it made sense, but not far enough. I get it. And so as you're starting to, you know, kind of build out these events and think about this, um, I guess for the staff, you know, not everybody shows up. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really important for me and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, we just put these things out there every quarter. We have an all hands for staff. Now we have locations globally for the Bay area. It's a lot easier to get here than for our locations in Asia that are corporate wellness, but we just put them out there and everybody's welcome mm-hmm. and you might get 50%, you might get 70%. But I think what's important is at least we're, we're extending an olive branch. And we're saying, Hey, we'd love to see you. And so how do you feel about that in terms of like how many people actually showed up versus how many people said they were coming? Like, do you feel, how do you feel if not everybody shows up? Because I used to feel kind of like I used to get frustrated, right? Yeah. And now I, I don't, <laughs> you know, you got, you also have to like, it, it can totally be frustrating, especially when caterers are like, 
hey, how many people are coming? Yeah. Your price is based on this. Um, so some of the planning side has to go in there like, okay, this many people have RSVP'd. I'm going to pad it a little bit and tell them this many people are coming. And sometimes you, you hit the nail on the head. Sometimes you're a little short. Um, but I think it worked out really well, this party to kind of give them a, a range. Like, Hey, we're looking at 65 to 75 people. Most people are pretty open to that. Like, okay, I can work with that number. Um, so the frustration can definitely come from that. That was what I was experiencing on the, on the planning side. But I've also been invited to things that I genuinely want to go to and life happens, right? Like maybe someone's sick, maybe someone's in the hospital, maybe you had all these great intentions of coming and life happened. And so we can't hold people accountable for like, hey man, you RSVP'd for you and a plus one and you weren't there, what the heck? Like that's never going to make people want to come to the next one. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, when we were earlier on in our, the business, I'd get not resentful, but I, but resentful if we put on an event and even if someone didn't say they would come, but just didn't show up, mm-hmm. right? Even if they, even if they just never even RSVP, never anything, for some reason it, it like bothered me. But what I had to remind myself is that, you know, look, this is their place of work and they have X scope. We put these events on as a value add, as a way to show our appreciation and you know what? If people want to come, they could come. If people don't want to come, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't feel like they're forced to come. Right. You don't want to base your value on that. Yeah. And, and that was really hard for me. And, and uh, I'm sure other owners out there feel the exact same way where you place a lot of, um, you place a lot of weight on whether or not these individuals show up for exter- extracurricular, you know, type events. We've done ropes courses. We've done all kinds of stuff. And I just find that I needed to take a step back and remind myself that we're not doing this to kind of like test people if they show up or not. Right. We're doing this to show our appreciation. That's it. And, if, and, and get people together and create a tighter knit group. If people come, they come. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's all in our control. We can choose how we go into a situation. It sounds like your mindset around that has completely switched. Totally right? shifted. And I think that that's important, especially when the frustrations come up or anything like that, that that you check yourself first, right? Before we're pointing the finger at someone else, say, okay, why did I have this expectation? What am I putting around this get together or around this thing that at its core is supposed to be fun, is supposed to show appreciation? Like you're sucking all of that out of it if you're going into it like, oh, this is gonna show me who in my community is really bought in. Totally, and I think it was subconscious for me, you know, like it wasn't like a conscious thing. Like I wasn't saying to myself, oh, if this person had come, it, it was like subconscious, like, oh, Lindsay didn't come this time and, and in my head, but now I'm just like, Oh, I, I don't like keep a list of who came and who right. didn't. It's just, you put on something and you let it ride and you just hope that people show up. And what you do is you create an environment where people want to show up and it shouldn't be forced. It should be something they look forward to. And I think that's really important. So we used, um, Bino as a mm-hmm. DJ, we've used him in, uh, in a variety of different events. And when you're looking at someone like that, who's a member of the gym, we also have like a member's perk page. Mm-hmm. That is just now coming to life. Yes. And so what is the members perk page? Cause I think that directly correlates with what we're about to talk about with utilizing members to benefit our, you know, to, to keep it in the family for lack of a better term. So what's the benefits? Totally. Perk page? Cause I think people could, could use that. Absolutely. So, um, first to kind of hit on just the fact that we're utilizing our community. That's a great kind of launching point for anybody putting on an event like this. Cause sometimes we can feel, like we're kind of shooting in the dark or we're on an island, right? We've never done this before. 
so there's nothing wrong with reaching out, right? We have NC Fit groups on Facebook, um, site-specific groups that I've even gone in there and, you know, all of our members know my role and a lot of that is community engagement. I've been like, hey guys, we have this event coming up and we're looking for X, Y, and Z. Does anyone do it? Yeah. Um, so it's a great way to support the talent that you already have within your members. Um, launching off of that into the members perk page, it's kind of been something that um, larger larger companies have paired with us, right? Like, hey, at checkout, use NC Fit 10 for 10% off your Go Ruck or things like that. Um, but we've also brought that more internal and said, hey, we have a lot of members that own private or excuse me, uh, family owned companies in the Bay Area. You know, one is a car wash right down the street. Yeah, the car wash is a great example. Yeah. And theirs is as easy as, hey, mention NC Fit when you're here and you're going to get $10 off or yeah. drop your car off, walk to the gym walk back and your car's clean by the time you're here and you got $10 off with your NC fit shirt on. And so all you did, you just, and, and so what we're working on. So at our gym, uh, Lindsay, um, manages a podcast that we have for NC fit. That's called the NC fit insider, which she interviews, uh, members of the gym about their experience, just a variety of different things. But then also on that same page, you could find uh, members perk page and things like that mm -hmm. because we want to basically rise the tides of our membership and keep giving back and so I think for any business owner out there who has a community-based structure like we do where it's a you know service-based there's a gym audience and it's not kind of like a check-in check-out type thing it's more like a you know monthly reoccurring subscription I do think there's a way where you can create and, and you know look Jason from the car wash right he's he probably really appreciates that NC fit is trying to support his business. Totally. I mean, and so if we could do that for any of these, uh, entrepreneurs out there, you know, owners, not only do I think it's right for the industry and I, I really want to support small business, of mm -hmm. course, but I also think it's a way to retain your, your members. Absolutely. And people, you know, it's like, I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of thing, right? Like we are creating awareness for something that is, you know, we have one member here that owns, um, a, a clean juice and you go in and you mention gym and juice that's right across the street from one of our <laughs> one of our locations and they're going to give you a discount too yeah so it's like we're working with a group of people that are exactly the demographic that this business would want to bring in right so why wouldn't we kind of cross-pollinate why wouldn't we want to you know help our members out they're here paying us their money every month why wouldn't we you that's know right. send why people wouldn't their we support way them? and so you know, to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that, if there's someone out there who owns a gym who is interested in kind of exploring this concept, first off, you know, my recommendation would be to, to identify someone that could support it. If that's you, that's fine, but you might find someone on your team to, to do this. Lindsay, for example, does that on our team. Um, but I know it's kind of been by word of mouth, but are mm -hmm. we thinking in the future to kind of put out more of a formal announcement? Like, hey, if you have a small business, please let us know. Or what are you thinking there? Yeah. So um, the NC Fit Insider, the podcast that we host that, like you said, has our members and our coaches on it. Not only does that help unite our community, but in every intro of that show, it's like, hey, if you know somebody that would be a great fit for the show or, you know, local business that would like to, you know, get get their shout out, like, let me know, email me. And it's, I make myself very, very accessible. I don't want to be somebody that like people are a little bit intimidated to approach or talk to. And you know, that people see me in the gyms all the time. So that definitely helps. Like you're saying, if you take that on as an owner or coach, it's nice to kind of like, you've got your finger on the pulse, right? Like you are part of this yeah. community. And so you can create things like the staff party we just had 
and have a ton of engagement, right? Not have people standing there with their hands in their pockets, but everyone's playing games, everyone's laughing, right? We're only able to create that because you understood what your what your community wanted. Yeah, and I guess I guess you know to kind of further that point, like if you're an owner operator and you're engaged on your your members, you probably know what most of them do outside the gym. And if they do own a small business, I'd recommend just reaching out to them and creating some type of relationship that could be benef- mutually beneficial. Totally. And, you know, that also goes for like leaving seven day passes, three day passes, stuff like that. If it's like a, you know, kind of like a coffee shop, you could do that. We've done that with local coffee shops. But I do think like these discount codes are really cool. The right. car wash one's my favorite. I mean, they're all my favorite, but the car wash one's cool, right? It's like... Wad and wash. Wad and wash. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's awesome because these, you know, the people who are owners of these businesses that are your members are already your best advertisements. Mm -hmm. Like if you could take what people are saying about NC fit to their friends and you could record that and then blast that somewhere, like that is the most authentic real thing, right? We can sit here and tell you all day long how awesome NC fit is. But if one of your buddies who owns a car wash is sitting down and having a super authentic, genuine conversation with you and NC fit gets brought up, whether it's like, Hey, you look great. What are you doing? And they're the biggest supporter of your gym. Yeah. Like why wouldn't, you want to support their business too. And totally. they're going to totally send you members. I mean, that's not our goal with with our perks page. It is truly to provide our members with, a, you know, some value and some extra service. But like, it is a, a reciprocal door. Totally. Like there's people at the car wash are like, hey, like what was, why'd that guy just drop his car off and leave, right? I've been sitting here for however long it takes you to get your car detailed. What's he doing for an hour? Right. And that's a great conversation starter. Like, Hey, I'm going to the gym. Here's a three day, you know, free trial. Come on in. Yeah. It could be very mutually. um, So mutually beneficial. Now moving forward back towards the the holiday party. So a couple of things we've touched base on with the holiday party, recognizing your audience, I think is really important. I, you know, for one, as I've gotten older, I like different things, but you Mm -hmm. need to look at your demographic and say, Hey, what do they get interested in? And they want to keep it casual, engage with each other. And I think that was something I've learned over the years going also into that, you know, we have this annual formal Mm -hmm. and what's really interesting as a business is that you always want to one up each other. And I think that it's really important to not do that. And so here's, I mean, for a while we'd one up, right? We had a formal, then you have a formal with like, Okay, so you have an annual form. We rented out like a ballroom. Mm-hmm. Then you want to provide some snacks. You provide some snacks. Then you provide open bar. You're like, eh, open bar. Let's do beer and wine. Then all of a sudden you go from beer and wine to beer, wine, and some hard alcohol. And you do that for maybe two, three hours. Then you go to four hours. Then all of a sudden it turns into, you know, five hours of open bar plus this. And you're looking at, you know, a, a large amount of money. And I think what's important is as a business, we need to remind ourselves Let's set an expectation that's going to be a fun event at X level. And maybe if you all get on the same page and want to up it, you can, but be careful to up it. It's kind of like when I bought my, so my, my wife and I have been together for 20 years. We've been married for 10, but when I met her, when we were 14, the first gift I got her when she was 15 was a hundred dollar ring. And I'm glad I started off at a hundred dollar ring, which back then was a lot of money for me, but I'm glad I did. Because then every single year, every single Christmas, every single event, you have to kind of keep one-upping yourself, right? And so it's kind of the same thing with events. Start off casual, start off solid, and then kind of grow from there is um, is something that we've learned the hard way here at NC Fit. So that was just something I wanted to add on to that 
um, specifically for the holiday parks, we started off with that conversation. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's also how you frame it, right? Like there's no reason if your wheel is efficient and it's people were enjoying it, don't recreate it. Right. Right. Don't, you don't have to one up yourself. And you know, like you were saying, a lot of our events are very formal. So the fact that this event, we encouraged people to come in like flannels and ripped jeans and, and a completely different attire than we've really ever encouraged before, um, was all based on the way that we worded the invitation, right? Mm -hmm. Like you are in control of your fate on this. And if you frame it as like this super epic event, mm -hmm. people are going to buy into it, right? It doesn't have to be like, oh, we're going to have all these flashing lights and all this crazy stuff going on. It's like, we are going, this is what we're doing yeah. and we're going to crush what we're doing. Yeah. I think you're, you're spot on there. Cause like I was talking to my wife, like, Hey, she's like, Oh, what, what's the invitation? I, I never showed it to her. I was like, Hey, look, we're just keeping it casual. It's just time to get together. And the, the whole expectation from the moment they got invited to the moment they finished was like, hey, we're going to keep it casual. We're trying to connect people, wear these clothes, relax. But I think it's it's all about expectation meets the event, right? So mm -hmm. if you try and create the expectation is something way outside the scope, all of a sudden when people come here, they have a false perception. Like one of the things you wrote, which I think is valuable, is you actually wrote on the invitation, go eat dinner before. Right. Because we weren't providing dinner. We were providing uh, you know, chicken satay, you know, chicken satay, spring rolls, whatever. And s'mores. And s'mores. <laughs> but but what, what's good about that is that, you know, if they go eat dinner before, they knew the expectation. So right. if they showed up and they hadn't had dinner, all of a sudden, the whole time they're saying, oh, I'm hungry. So I thought that was a really, these are like the little touches, I think, that can make a big difference in terms of expectation versus reality. Right. And you can, you don't have to say like, hey, there's not going to be food, right? Like our whole invitation had a theme to it. It was the wording that we used was like, Hey, like park ranger doesn't like to clean up messes and there's an open bar there. Make sure you eat. Right. Like, yeah. and it was funny and people laughed and they knew to eat before they came. Right. Yeah. Like it, you can park frame ranger this like <laughs> in a way that people digest it. And that further encouraged our theme of like, y'all are going to the woods, you know, like we're not, we're creating a picture, we're creating an image, and we're going to meet, exactly like you said, we're going to meet your expectation. Yeah. And so for the formal coming up, you know, we're going to announce that here soon. I think we need to do it, you know, back at the similar venue. But like I said, we just go back and forth. And I think it's our time to reset. You know, this last year, we had a 10-year anniversary party, which was like almost like 15 months ago, whatever it was. And now with this next formal, it's an opportunity to reset and say, hey, what's sustainable for the next five, 10 years? Mm -hmm. Instead of kind of always wanting to one-up each other, eventually it just gets to a point where as a company, we, we can't justify the cost anymore. And then we just don't even want to do it. That's not okay because it's such a great community builder. Absolutely. And, you know, our goal, whether it's the perks page or these events we put on is to give back, is to really show our appreciation. And so we don't want to you know, bat out of our league. We don't want to fall short of someone's expectation. And I think that, you know, you can, you can expect that over the next three, four, five, six, ten 10 years, that there's going to be an increase in cost and in things, right? Um, just because of labor costs or whatever else, whatever the venue is going to charge you. Yeah. But you're in control of working with that venue and saying, okay, like, here's my budget. What can we do? What changes can we make? Right. We did that with the caterer this time. It was like, okay, we're going to, we want to pay this much money. What different options can you give me? Yeah. Right. And that's totally fine. Like, don't ever be afraid to ask other people in the service industry what services they're going to provide and yeah. how they're going to provide it. Yeah. I just think that, you know, the big takeaway for me is like over the years, 
there's been times where we don't want to do an event because we think it's going to be too expensive. And that's because I placed my own preconceived notions on it that, oh, it has to be X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, our members just want to get an atmosphere they can get together, mm-hmm. right? Get outside the gym and party and have fun. And our staff just want to get together as well. We don't need to create some crazy elaborate thing, but instead focus on the experience we're trying to provide. And I think that's the big takeaway for today is like what type of experience we trying to provide for our members every day in the gym. And then also for these events, what does that look like? And don't rely on just like in the gym. You know, it's funny. The first time I met with the conventional gym owner, I told him when I opened the gym, I couldn't rely on fancy equipment and Mm -hmm. swimming pool and whatever, because we didn't have the money. We didn't have that stuff. We had to rely on the environment and the experience. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing for all of our events, right? We're not relying on fancy stuff. We have to rely on the experience we're providing. So, right. And that goes right back into what we kind of touched on before of that. If that is the mindset you're going into it with, it's also probably going to strip away all of that expectation are you tallying who showed up and who didn't because you're like placing so much of your value of oh I'm putting on this epic event everyone better be there and now it's like no I'm creating an experience for people it's going to allow you to kind of shed that expectation and allow you as a gym owner to enjoy your experience right like you don't want to get there and be totally stressed the whole time totally well, Lindsay, I um, I appreciate your time today. Guys, if you are in the Southern California area and you're listening to this, um, we're opening up three new locations in the San Diego area. If you are um, potentially not a gym owner or a coach, if you're a gym owner or a coach, let us know. We're always looking to um, you know get people onto the team. But if you're a member, uh, not a member, but if you're just out there and you're looking to work out, we will be opening up some spaces down there. We're looking forward to that. And if you haven't checked out the NC Fit Collective and you're a gym owner or a coach, truly, we're doing something special. We have private Facebook group. We have a bunch of variety of different value ads that we have, and we're looking just to rise the tide. Lindsay, anything else to add? No, that's all I got. All right, guys. Keep crushing it. Have a phenomenal day. Thanks, Jake.